Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the 808 Podcast, podcast where we interview business owners, CEOs, marketing directors, whoever else I feel like. It is four questions at eight minutes and eight seconds because 808 looks like Bob. And here we go. Question number one in a couple sentences. Tell me who you are and what do you do? Hey, Bob. My name is Adam Roosevelt. I am an entrepreneur by trade. I lead cyber compliance and investigation services for major law firms, as well as the U.S. federal government. I also have served as a nominee as in Virginia uh, for the Virginia House of Delegates. Love it, Adam. Congrats on that. Question number two, what advice do you want to share? Go. Uh, the advice I want to share to entrepreneurs and independent contractors out there is how to land a $250,000 contract with the U.S. federal government. There's several steps that I think are very critical for a lot of folks out there to follow. One, you have to start a company. That's the first step. I think that's pretty well understood. Uh, number two, that's very important, is obtaining all of the licenses, going through the administrative procedures to register the company with the federal government databases so that they can actually find you and that you're authorized to contract with the U.S. federal government. While you're serving in your capacity, the next step, whether you're a W-2, most likely, or another type of relationship, mostly you'll be a W-2, there's opportunity for you to ask for specific projects. That's step number five. Working with, with the employer, you're going to want to ask for a complex project. That's how I did it. While I was there, I spent about a year and a half. So you're going to want to carve out at least a year and a half to build your reputation, to develop relationships, uh, and be prepared effectively to have some type of foundational relationship with the U.S. federal government. The next step is I would say you need to prepare your pitch. You need to always be prepared to transition into a contract relationship. What's going to happen is it's going to be events that occur throughout your time with the U.S. federal government, maybe your existing contractor will lose a job or a contract or whether there's an incoming contractor, that's your time to effectively position yourself to transition uh, onto a new contract. While you're doing the pitch and preparing and looking at the landscape, you're going to want to know who the decision makers are. You're going to want to look at who the influencers are and be prepared to build a campaign to sell your company. Uh, the next thing you'll want to do while you've been preparing and delivering on that complex project that you asked for, you're going to want to make sure you've cemented yourself as an essential team member. Once you've met those requirements and followed those steps, you're now ready to pitch your firm to the incoming contractor or one of the outgoing contracts, uh, positioning yourself for the new work that's coming into the agency. And then the last step is to negotiate. When you're there, you're going to want to make sure you know your bill rate. You're going to want to know what is going to be your cost to provide your service, your overhead, your insurance policies, everything you need to know to go in to that argument. And that's kind of the high level preliminary steps and requirements to position yourself to negotiate for a $250,000 contract with the U.S. Well, how do you start these networking relationships? You know, these relationship networking, like what are the steps involved in that? Relationship management is all based on a need. So everybody who has a job is fulfilling a need, Bob, as you know. Right. And you're going to outline what your strategic objectives are. You're going to want to know your boss's objectives, how he gets promoted, what's his future look like. And you're going to want to sell your services as an enabler for him or her to reach those particular goals. Relationships are built based on 
understanding who you're working for and aligning your services to deliver the, your needs or their needs um, to meet those objectives. That works there. Let's get to question number three. It is shout out time. Go. I want to give a shout out to Mickey and Dee Edison, who are my sponsors around the globe. They've helped me do a tremendous amount of good work in multitude of countries with negotiations and capture efforts. And they are my role models and sponsors. Perfect. Perfect. Love that there. Let's get to question number four, the final fun question. Adam, tell me about your first sale. Uh, my first sale was a 250000 contract. Took me a year and a half following those particular steps. And it was a very long process for me, a year and a half of just continuous work, uh, overly working to make sure I deliver, build a relationship, and effectively position myself to negotiate. And I landed my first $250,000 contract years ago, but that was my first major sale as a company. Love it, love it, Adam there. So now you have three minutes and 22 seconds left. You can do some promo time. You can ask me a question. You can talk about the weather. Or since the best know when to be concise and when to end early, we end early. Go for it. Well, Bob, I'd say maybe we could think about what do you think are the biggest challenges right now in my industry, which is cyber. I think the biggest thing, biggest challenge I'm finding in that industry is making it to where people understand what you do. Because I'm in a different, I'm not in cyber, but I'm in a different online you know, space there where it's really technical. And so it's being able to really, I don't want to say dumb it down, but make it to where the average person can understand what it is, not just, you know, you're talking about, you know, falafeters and, you know, flux capacitors. Even obviously flux capacitors are very important to the business. And you know what I'm saying by flux capacitor, mm-hmm. you know, being able to dumb it down a little bit, if that makes sense. It's a perfect response, Bob. And, you know, I do a lot of work on the TV with Fox News and OAN and Newsmax and a few other stations. And my job is to do exactly that. You're absolutely correct about breaking things down in the cyber industry. And just a little bit of what we specialize in is doing the communication, the translation of cybersecurity to individuals, major corporations, multinational corporations, and even folks who don't even speak English. We have to be able to communicate with all of our clients at any given moment, any given time, for any given reason, um, to make sure they understand really what cybersecurity really is. And then the next question I'll ask you too is, have you dealt with a lot of cybersecurity companies in your time? And you know, the interview process and what's been the most unique thing you've seen so far? You know, it's actually for for my for our IT guy on that that part there. Really, was no interview process. He had a company. I trusted him. I'm like, okay, let's go. And then he keeps things running on that point there. So yeah, I really haven't had much experience in interviewing cyber and cybersecurity people, if that makes sense. You found exactly where I was going though. And it's the trust element. You got to be able to trust people with your biggest crisis. Yes. There's always a crisis. And that's why trust is one of the most biggest sale points going into cyber, going into complex industries. And that's one of our founding tenants is making sure you have the trust with your clients and partners. And that's the only way to sell a deal. Absolutely. Hey, you got one minute and three seconds left, Adam. Do you want to do some promo time or we can end early? That's okay. I'll do a a small bit of promo. So our company was founded in Afghanistan in 2015 when I served in the first tour to Afghanistan operations during freedom. And we built the company to be effective in the war, but we also transitioned out of that space to help our commercial clients. So we've been able to survive and help them survive on the cyber front. Uh, for any given reason, ransomware attacks, improving their networks, responding to inquiries from the government, and being in compliance, and even for litigation reasons. And we're here to support 
all those clients out there, no matter if you're a law firm, a small company, send it our way and we'll get you what you need. Perfect. Love it there. You pulled it off. Four questions in eight minutes and eight seconds. Adam, why is it eight minutes and eight seconds? 808 looks like Bob. Exactly. Love it. Hey, say your website real quick. Website is www.arintlconsulting.com. It's in the description. It's magic. Adam, thank you so much for being on. Tip of the hat to you. Thank you, Bob. You're welcome. And for everyone else watching or listening, I'm legally required to tell you to like, share, comment, subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell, whatever the heck the social media network tells you all to do. You all have a wonderful day. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.